It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. So while more Washington, D.C. spending is on the table, not on the chopping block, as I talked about some of the eye-popping earmarks requested in the upcoming federal budget, mostly by Democrats, but a few Republicans like Fred Upton of Michigan, guilty as well. They spend your money because their principles are not aligned with the common principles of the average family. If you don't have it to spend, you don't spend it. If it is not yours to spend irresponsibly, you don't. A family or a business don't take money from the bank in a loan and then go out and spend it not on the business. You spend it on the business. Therefore, you're able to earn, recoup, grow, and pay back the loan. In Washington, D.C., they take your dollars, spend it irresponsibly, recklessly, and then apologize, well, that never happens. That never really happens. The American Families Plan sounds great. Who doesn't want an American Families Plan? Well, I don't. I don't need one. It's called the American Family. At least four years of free education. You know, a down payment on the future of America. But where does that money go? Direct support to children and families because taking money from one group to give it to another over pro-growth policies, over stronger education structure and building out a path forward in life is definitely the government way to solving the issue of poverty. First lady or around the first lady, the vice president tweeting out that the American Families Plan will lift millions of children out of poverty. How? Extended tax cuts. Well, how are they applied? So what is this, and can it be stopped? Representative Rob Whitman from Virginia's 1st District joins me now. Uh, Representative Whitman, you know, mostly Democrats, some Republicans, rampant spending, and now another proposal that has already been studied and that would cost an additional $700 billion. Is Washington tone deaf? Uh, I tell you, David, it's it's unbelievable. The path we're on. Think about it. The Biden administration in the first 100 days proposing six trillion dollars of additional spending. And, and listen, they're doing it in in ways that are, I think, um, uh, not focusing on the issues. They're using words like rescue, infrastructure, family. And we know that. Most of what's in these bills are unrelated to anything having to do with those issues. You look at the American Rescue Plan, only about 9% of that plan went actually towards COVID-19 virus efforts. Look, only about 6% of the infrastructure plan actually goes to roads. As you talk about the American Families Plan, the dollars that are there are expanding the scope and size of federal government, throwing money at problems instead of saying, how do we really – discuss the root of the problems. Let's take education, for example. They talk about community colleges. Well, as I talk to community colleges, the issues that they face are simply this. Where do we get the faculty to teach these career and technical education skills? Where do we get folks in 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 the electrical industry, in the plumbing industry, in the building trades industry to come in and teach? Because 
things are so busy, they have a hard time getting those folks. So even if you throw money at the problem, it doesn't fix the true root of the problem. Why aren't we going to businesses, the job creators, and talking to them and say, okay, how do we best suit our community colleges so it works for the job creators, not for expanding government, not for throwing money at, at issues? And it just shows shows that the solutions to these problems should be based on what's best in each community. You know, every community in every state is a little bit different about what it needs within its systems. It doesn't need a federal top-down massive spending approach. And in addition, it's ironic this American Families Plan is actually, I think, in the long run, going to be very, very impactful on families in a negative way. Think about the mountain of federal debt that those families are going to have to deal with. I mean, it's going to be crushing. It's it's unbelievable where we are going. It's unsustainable. It's a massive expansion of federal government, and it doesn't get to the root of the problems that we face. Well, there, there's a core to this, and before we even get to the massive and crushing federal debt, I happen to have the debt clock up in front of me for this segment, uh, and I read some of the numbers before you came on. The, the one of the cores core problems here is what the plan is intended to do. Biden, in his remarks to the nation, his address to Congress, didn't give us a state of the union, for one. That's factually correct. But two, he's promising Greece. Greece is one of the latest examples of overpromising social, cultural, and birth to death or birth to retirement and then eventually to death uh, programs. This expansion of education is not expanding education. It's expanding government intrusion to education. The costs that are associated with that, the promises as you go through life, cannot be sustained. We went from 44 people supporting Social Security retirement Till the Ponzi scheme came true, and now we have less than eight workers supporting the retiree, probably even less than that in the next couple of years. The fact is it's un it's it's predictable failure. So then one can only surmise that is deliberately a shift in control of the economy and a realignment to the government being in control. Am I wrong? And David, you are exactly right. If you look at where efforts have been successful in the education realm, it's when you join families and communities and businesses with the education system to determine what's best that is in their interest. It's not when you say, okay, we're going to have a top-down federal government-run plan. We're going to tell states and localities what to do. There has not been a situation where we've shown that that has been been successful. So we what we want to do is is go actually the opposite direction. Let's have a bottom up solution to the issues we face. And listen, those issues are there, but what what we've seen is that top down federal government driven solutions are not the way forward. You know, I realize that. Yeah, and the fact is the Republicans are not in the majority in the House and really not in the Senate. And a few Republicans peeled off here and there could easily you know, advance, whether it's the federal budget agenda, the American Families Plan, as the White House has named it. Uh, again, something that already costs more over the next decade than they proposed. But w- what are the Republicans doing to fight this? What are they actually doing now? Not what they plan to do, not the not the TV interview. What are they actually doing, if anything? 
Well, David, right now we are obviously communicating, talking about the the elements of this plan that are just unsustainable. But then, you know, we have we have a number of efforts underway to say what are the alternatives. So it's not just enough to say no, we're, we have issues with the American Families Plan because people go, okay, well then how do how do we address these issues? You know, our effort is to say there are other ways to address community colleges and career and technical education. There are other ways to address family leave. There are other ways to make sure that we are creating solutions that are long-lasting and are not reliant upon the federal government. And that really is going to take a, a, a massive amount of effort in communicating and then talking about what our alternative is to what President Biden is proposing. I mean, people are looking at that and saying, okay, well, then then what's your solution? I mean, I, I get that question constantly. Okay, well, I understand that you don't like that, but what what is your solution? So what we have to be able to do is not just say where we have issues with the plans that the Biden administration has put forward, but but what are our solutions? And again, they are they are bottom up community, family, and business based solutions where we involve everyone and where we don't rely on massive federal spending, where we don't rely on top down federal government efforts. Listen, I, I think I think that's what what people really want. They they truly understand the impact of debt. They truly understand you know massive expansion of federal government and and I think most people look at it with hesitation and go is that really the right thing to do and what what we have to continue to do and do it on an even larger scale is to say okay this is why we believe our ideas are better than the proposals being put out by the Biden administration here's a thought just call call David Webb the crazy talk show host who might have you know read a thing or two there's a time to say there isn't actually an alternative. It's time to kill this. I'll give you a couple of examples. You mentioned community colleges. I happen to deal with a number of community colleges around the country as part of a company I'm building. Uh, we're going to put people into community college programs because community colleges are actually paid for success locally in that as they graduate students, their funding from the state, for example, increase based on success rates. That's one thing. You talk about how to solve these problems with bringing people into trades, other technical areas. Fact is, I can give examples. The National Association of Home Builders has had a home builders initiative underway for years now. Nationally, they will give internships, apprenticeships. They will help people learn to get into trades, technical trades, engineering, all the way through college. Requires no government at all. These programs exist. So is there a time for the Republicans to say, hang on, it's not that we need a counter plan. We don't need a plan. And now I'll take this back to your point of communication. Communication's important. important. So say that there are already these programs. Let's make sure we get these programs highlighted and let the private sector work, not a counter proposal. No, listen, David, I agree. I, I think that's critical to point out, listen, why reinvent the wheel? Those programs are there. They they are on track to be successful. The parts are there. Let's not get in the way of those programs by now placing on top of it a massive federal government system and then throwing throwing money at it. Another thing, too, is you know you, you have to take that additional step in saying, listen, this is a situation where we want to make sure that parents and their children at an early age understand not just the educational path forward, but how do they make decisions for their children and their children eventually make decisions to make sure that they're on the path to success to actually get a job 
and to be able to maintain a career path there. I think a lot of times uh, parents and children sometimes think, oh, there's only one track for my child. It has to go to a four-year college. That's the only path forward. And the, and the answer to that is no. They can go to a community college, be wildly successful. It can get a certification or credential to be a certified welder, a licensed heating and air conditioning specialist. And they can do extraordinarily well in life. In fact, in many instances, they can do better than somebody that has a four-year degree in an overcrowded field. So we have to not only talk about, hey, let's just say no to that, but what we have to do is to say, you know, we need to make sure that we are empowering parents. And that means not to, not to replace them with the federal government is to say, no, this is not the way to do it. Let's make sure that, that we have another way to do it. And just as you point out, with existing efforts and mechanisms that are already there. So, yes, I think there is a place to say, let's just say no to this. There, there's, already, there's already plans in place to make these things happen. The, the American Families Plan, for example, would establish universal pre-K, pre-kindergarten, 12 weeks of paid leave, two years of free community college. I mean, those programs are designed to raise a generation followed by the next generation of somebody's paying for it. Republican and conservative principles, Republican Party principles, conservatism as a movement principles don't agree with this. My suggestion to you, sir, the Republicans need to not offer an alternative. They need to work to kill this, period. End of story. Solutions already exist without government involvement and government intrusion, and we'll be okay. We will always have challenges, but we'll be okay. Representative Rob Whitman from Virginia's 1st District, and uh, another time we'll talk about reopening schools. I know that's near and dear to your heart, but we'll work on that together as well. Thank you. Fantastic. Thanks, David. All right, we'll uh, take your calls in the next hour. I just wanted to get that in here. There's a time to say no. There's a time for the Republicans to offer no alternative. Just say no. Politicians, they always want to tell you the plan. No, I'm not going to indict the entire you know, field. They want to tell you, we have a plan to solve the problem. That's not how it works. 866-95-PATRIOT-957-2874. I'll be right back. You can join me live on The David Webb Show, Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east, on Sirius XM Patriot 125.